Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue puts one of India's biggest conglomerates on the cover. Larson and Tubro is known for many things: engineering, construction, technology, manufacturing, financial services and a lot more. But in her cover story, senior associate editor Kuku Paul takes a stab at LNT's defense business, which can quite often be at the mercy of the government's policies and whims. And we learn a lot more about this. Kuku is with me on the other line. Kuku, it's always fun to talk to you. Welcome back. Good morning, Abhishek. Happy to be on your show. Thanks. Now, if you could explain to us, how does the whole business work of buying and selling arms and ammunition? The customer is the Indian government. They aren't just buying arms, but a security of a billion people, classified, sensitive. Who are the major players? And what is it like to be a private player? Well, Abhishek, for a bit of background, over the past few years, India has emerged as the largest arms importer. in the world because we live in a very um, iffy neighborhood if i can call that a large amount of this is imported about 80% of it and the rest is uh, manufactured locally mostly by what are called the dpsus which is the defense psus organizations like uh, hindustan aeronautics for the indian air force people like mazgaon docks limited which makes ships for the navy largely and uh, others like bharat electricals bel a host of others drdo of course being the research organization the backbone of government research in this direction and there is a, a segment of private sector industry also that is doing its bit over the past several decades actually so the tussle is really between the private sector and the public all the time public sector that is with the private sector saying that they ought to be given more and more work and that they are capable and willing call by the private sector has got even louder in the past decade or so because a lot of indian companies are doing a whole lot of business abroad exporting a lot of what they have made so the private sector wants a larger share of this pie but somehow it's not just not there yet some of the private sector names that you mention are tata group mahindra and mahindra bharat forge ashok leland and uh, you say and i quote that the biggest and the most ambitious of them all is larson and tubro why do you say that can you give us a sense of their ambitions in terms of their total business obviously they are known more as an engineering and construction giant so defense business just to give you a sense is only about 1.5% of their total revenue because revenues are huge about 80000 crore or something so the reason i say most ambitious play there is because they've been and that's what the story is about that they've been gradually spending more and more in terms of preparing for defense business so they have the biggest sort of gambit if i can call it that they have been suppliers to all three forces for the past several years you know land systems and bridges and guns and they make these rocket launchers missile launchers pinaki rockets and they've been building submarine hulls and their capabilities basically are with large forgings with metal these can be used very easily in in defense a lot of other players have also been doing a lot of work particularly the tatas but lnt has under mr nayak has had a, a lot of ambition to be a much much larger player they're talking about taking this business up to 10000 crore in the next few years if uh, orders come in that is and 
this industry appears to be a particularly harsh one for private players given that the government on its whim can cancel contracts worth 10 billion dollars like it did as your report suggests back in 2009 where you had future infantry combat vehicles there was a bid which is a light armored off road vehicle apparently and you had these companies like LNT Mahindra Mahindra Tata group bid for it and the deal was called off now i have two questions here is how difficult is it for a private player to be in this industry and why does the government act in a manner that it does because there is so much in it for the government not to import these things when you have these brilliant companies waiting to back business so there are two answers to it one on the whole process of defense procurement and there is a whole ministry a whole subsection of the defense ministry that looks at the whole thing as things are with india to make sure that things are above board and there is no hint of favoritism or anything like that so with the dpsus they are given contracts on nomination so there there is no question of any corruption but when there is work given to the private sector and most of these defense contracts are really huge contracts that are in the free i mean tens of thousands of crores so that is where the problems arise particularly in the past 5 or 6 years where we've seen a lot of allegations of corruption in terms of government contracts and so on in fact the decade is being called the lost decade by everybody in the defense sector because very few contracts were awarded actually earlier in a conversation i was giving you the example of the korean ship building industry for instance they started small like anybody else they were helped by their own government contracts to build first smaller ships and now they are very large shipyards there the hyundais and the debus of the world and they build very complex uh, ships for everybody so that's what our private sector has been saying that you give us a hand and help us develop and we will you know rise to the occasion do you think things might change with the new government in power what was your experience of when you spoke with mr naik given that you have some 250 billion dollars of imports in the next 10 years to buy arms and ammunition from the government side and with the new government talking about let's look at home and not abroad all the time so do you think things might change any sense that you got from them there's a lot of hope and that is the reason for the timing of our story now because a lot of statements have been made both by the prime minister mr modi and by the defense minister on why we should be more self reliant that has led to a lot of hope within the industry that the old idea about having raksha ratnas eight or nine indian companies that have been designated as raksha udyog ratnas who the government certifies as being capable of bidding for these large contracts and you mentioned mr naik and he has said that that he hopes that things will change for better because they have put the money there and they are waiting for work and they hope that they will get it and the same is true for dozens of literally dozens of companies it's not just the large ones we spoke about abhishek even the smaller and medium sized ones right and uh, talking about the magnitude and scale of investment uh, lnt had invested some 1900 crore rupees to build a, a shipyard down south which you visited could you take us through how big these investments are and what is a shipyard how does it look like your story did take you there didn't it yes i mean that was one of the best parts of doing the story i was saying <laughs> going to katupalli which is about 2 hours north of uh, chennai and uh, that's where they have this huge 1200 acre land where they built a shipyard there's also a huge ship lift uh, that carry a huge uh, 20 and um, ship it was almost like an assembly line <laughs> i'm building ships instead of uh, motor cars because literally the, at one end of it, it's 
in a very linear way where the sheet metal comes in at one end of the huge facility and then it is cut according to size and the keel of the ship is laid slowly so they were working on a contract from a qatari company to build some smaller vessels for the oil and gas uh, industry when i went there six of these ships were being built they were in various stages of uh, completion so it was a beautiful sight to see them and see the structure of a ship coming through and a, and a finished ship on the other end the shipyard has been built for bigger things the defense business and uh, for submarines and for destroyers and larger ships lnt has invested money in it and now it's losing money because they are paying the interest costs of about 300 crore every year and they are uh, trying to keep the meter ticking by doing smaller work for uh, commercial business like this for the oil and gas industry they are doing some work for the navy on ship repairs and they are trying to keep it ticking but the real purpose there they are very clear is the big ships and they are still waiting for uh, those contracts one has to acknowledge that companies as big as lnt can afford these losses because they can dip into their profits from other businesses that it has now what does mr am nike as you mentioned in his trademark no holds barred style tell you about where does he see lnt in the defense segment in the immediate future i must say abhishek that am nike is an amazing character like him or hate him you certainly can't ignore him he's built lnt for the past 50 years in that organization 70 years old and very very bullish on defense in fact when we met him he had just been on a trip to japan as part of the indian delegation with prime minister modi and uh, he said he came back in two days because he can't afford to waste five days being away from work so he said he's been running up and down trying to lobby and talk about the need for business and trying to convince the government about the decisions because lnt is in the play for a large number of big contracts and they're trying to build these new submarines that the government needs this time conventionally powered submarines so they are hoping that they get the work for that they are in the fray for these landing platform docks which are very large multipurpose ships that can carry helicopters and arms and so on so th- this is again a 30000 crore kind of size of contract they are in the fray for guns of two kinds stored guns as well as tracked guns they are trying to get an order for bridging systems which are these bridges that are used by the army and by the infantry and they are in the fray for a very large contract with the tatas in fact this is called the tactical communication system contract and that is about 8000 to 10000 crores so he is obviously trying to convince the government about the need to take action on this so the last decade has not deterred mr nike from being conservative in any way yeah he says you can't say that it deterred because in india it's very often things are slow and they move slowly for instance we don't have a defense minister yet we don't have a full fledged defense minister so the ministry has been looked after by the finance minister ever since the new government came in and unless there is a strong person at the helm who makes things happen it's difficult because inertia is sort of default setting right. and yes. unless there, unless somebody comes and moves that so here in this case mr jetley is handling the finance ministry as well as ministry of corporate affairs which are anyway two very large verticals and defense so how much bandwidth there can be for it is anybody's guess so how much all these efforts will really lead to and how quickly there'll be action is i mean finally it will take it will take time for the machinery to start moving and i hope when it does you do write and cover lnt and other companies in this sector it's a very interesting one a complex one which is not adequately covered thanks a lot kuku for writing this and for the time for this podcast 
It is my pleasure, Abhishek. Thank you. And all of you, as always, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you from Forbes for a subscription, just message Forbes to 51818.